0: struggles, innovation, going all
1: in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have The Vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. We're live with The Vault. I'm your host, Jessica Hastings France, and let me introduce my wonderful co host, Ashley Libemiv. Did I say it right again? Yeah, you got <laughs> it. <laughs> You're doing great. I keep practicing. <laughs> That's and I'm so excited to introduce our guest here, Melissa Taylor, who is also within our brokerage that we all work under as well. So we all have similar interests in passion. So I'm so excited to dive in. So Melissa, why don't you tell us a little bit about
2: who you are? Sure, sure. Um, man, that's such a loaded question, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, so a little bit about me, I guess, just where I am now and where I came from is probably the most important, you know, um, coming into color and if you see my red chair interview, you know that I kind of came to Keller to die. That's what I'm known for. (laughs) I crawled through the doors of Keller Williams after, you know, 10 years of real estate and I was, I was like upside down and I was really in a bad situation and coming into Keller and having the support and everything. No, I mean, I'm sitting here with a team behind me and that was not my intention. In fact, I was going to lay down my license, like just, just let me do my flipping and my investing and keep my head down and nobody else attack me, please. (laughs) Because I had come across, you know, so many bad things that happened to me. And, you know, it was one of the best things that ever happened because coming to Keller and really picking up a mirror was the best thing I could have ever done is, you know, you know, I could have chosen, chosen to be a victim and all of these things happened to me and poor me. And I kind of was when I crawled through the doors and then picking up that mirror and looking at me and and it's funny when we speak to people you never know what words are a simple simple words are going to influence someone and i wish we all could take that with us in life right like just giving someone a smile and there was just a couple people saying a couple words to me that was enough to shift my entire vision and question the reality of am I a victim? Did this all happen to me or was I part of this creation? And and then, you know, organically, when you have faith, then you start really focusing on things, it grows. And I began a team organically right in the middle of COVID, July 1st, 2020, <laughs> right? Might as well make it Canada Day. And that was done purposely. Um, I also got married on April Fool's Day. So there you go. I did that too. You're so
1: awesome. I love it. And,
2: uh, so, so yeah. So, and then growing that team and then getting into coaching and really just expanding and helping other people is that's where I really get my joy, both on the team and just in coaching internationally, like helping people discover what they already have inside them. is the, and I mean, I get chills because it really is there, but, and you'll, in the chapter in the book, you know, I talk about, Hey, even I, I was looking all around, where's the magic, but you know, help me find the magic. And it took me a long time to pick up the mirror and say, Oh, for the love it's, you know, there is no easy button. There is no magic button. It all comes from me and it's already there. All I have to do is execute and bring it out. So it's a constant struggle, but it's helped me so much in my life. You know, oh. thank God for that. Yeah.
1: Well, I love how you say that because yeah. it's true. I teach the same thing. It's it's internally already there. We just have to have you know let go of fear. I talk about fear a lot. To let mm-hmm. go of the fear to find it because it's there. The power is there. Just accessing, One, it, right?
2: One hundred percent. I have told my kids ever since. I, I can see them rolling their eyes already, but their entire lives that. Everything they want, like absolutely, and I say this to anyone, is on the other side of fear. Like everything is on the other side of fear, right? So, uh, lean into it. Like it's kind of a fun ride. People like haunted houses. There's no reason why they can't lean into fear. It's a lot easier than that. <laughs> That's example I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it. So go all in. Be the creator and don't be afraid. Mm. If you just have to let that fear go. Or actually, I teach more like bring it with you. We'll. I was just gonna say,
2: just yeah. Let it walk
1: beside you and pat it on the back, give it a little pat.
2: Let's go. <laughs> exactly, and it's not dropping the fear. And I'm glad you you corrected that because it literally is not. Like, quit waiting for fear not to be present it is part of what brings with it the creativity and the courage and the bravery that you need that. You just need to, like you said, acknowledge it and say, it's okay, buddy. I hear you. I see you and we're going to do this anyway. And that's why in the chapter, I talk about, you know, that fear going from a a brick wall, right? Which a lot of us are like, Oh hell no. Oh, I don't know if I can say that, but Oh hell no, (laughs) we're not going there to letting it be. It's always going to be there, but it can be just a thin veil that you walk through once you understand it and you yeah. recognize it it's it's part of what keeps you moving so it i love that
1: yeah it's just part of the brain the amygdala we short we call it amy you know i wrote about this in the other book i had so yeah yes. i love that you understand that and you coach that I, it's so yes. awesome so let's kind of jump in you said you're flipping and investing you've been in real estate for 10 years uh and then you came to kw you have a team Tell us all about that. Like, how did you start flipping? How did you get into investing? How did you think being
2: a realtor was for you? Well, I mean, being a realtor, it uh, I am not, I don't have that great story. Oh, I dreamed of being a realtor. No, I did not. I was running a family business that, you know, our family had owned since 1976. It was 2011. And, you know, my parents who were primary said, my parents who were primary said, well, hey, we're going to sell this place. Right. So we're going to sell it. And I had no idea what to do. I had absolutely no idea what to do. I'm like, they, of course, as people who are selling resorts, they didn't want anybody to know it was for sale. So not only did I have to leave the job, I had small kids that I thought I was going to do my whole life. I couldn't tell anyone that it was for sale. So I couldn't unload on anyone. And I was a primary uh, uh, wage earner. So I had to find something I could do while I was doing all the rest of it. And so I literally just said, heck. I'm selling now. Maybe real estate would be something. And that's how it started. So no great story there. Um, how I fell in love with it, obviously, is is a story. But more importantly, that I love that you asked me about the investing. Because here I am, and and really the chapter tells that lovely first year I had, which I hope everyone reads because it's very educational on on what not to do. Everything I've learned has been through my experience and my failures, which are just Steps on the ladder to a great life. Right. And with the investing, I am a yes girl. One thing I never had trouble saying was yes. <laughs> In fact, you know, as investors, they say there's two people, and I, and I know where I fall. One of them is someone <laughs> who, is so, you know, so careful that they say no and miss those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And there's ones that are so optimistic that they're not looking at risk nearly enough. Oh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I was <Thank> like, you. <laughs> yeah. is that you?
0: A little bit. A little bit. We're <laughs> like,
2: oh shit, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, of course this will work. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so I just kind of dove in. I had absolutely no money, and that's how I got into investing. I said, Well. I start researching into this money with other people's money, OT, like OPT or whatever that is, other people's money, OPM. So I'm like 100 percent. That sounds like something I want to do. So I got into investing that way, did a lot of training just, um, you know, about JVs, learned all the language, the lingo, the risks, the tools to use. And made a good go of that. Like we still, we haven't done it since our last one sold 2019. So we haven't done another one since COVID, um, but certainly planned to. And so, but I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I had nothing. I followed the recipe, you see. And that's, that's the difference. I had learned by that point that, you know, recreating the wheel. I, I don't know why it is that we as realtors think that we'll come into this industry brand spanking new, right? Wet behind the ears. And we're going to recreate the wheel and we're going to do it better and faster and more efficient. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure people do do that. But at the end of the day, after all of the training sessions I've been to, after all the training sessions I've taught, after the people you've coached, the deals you've done, you it's the basics, people. <laughs> it comes down to the basics, the part that we procrastinate on or or keep looking for another way is because we're like surely to goodness there has to be a better way you mean i have to actually talk to people like in person i <laughs> need to like <laughs> i love listen. this but
1: i feel like this is like coaching coming from you right now is what it's yes. right like you you have those people who are like yes but that's the i in us right on our desk that's the i it's the inspirational the excited the passionate yes. one
2: <laughs> yes exactly exactly so that that's exactly so with the investing. That's kind of how how it came about is literally. In fact, I got to tell you, you can cut this if you want, but it's a real funny story. It's a really there's a couple things I've learned. And it is my dad always taught me, you know, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. Bless his heart. I'm sure it gave him a lot of pain when I was growing up, but it was a great <laughs> lesson. And I remember joining when I when I did the investing. It's it's almost amazing when you've never done it before because I went into all these meetup groups and I I had a great deal and I wanted I had no money so I needed to find that person so I went in this meetup group and I like copy pasted copy pasted but two hundred names of people who were in this group and I'm like look at me how smart I am and I went to bed and I woke up and meet meetup had kicked me out. <laughs> Just note to the wise, you can't copy paste. Well, you can do it once, but you can't do it again. (laughs) But the interesting thing is I had had reach outs from that. So was that a fail? Heck no. I just signed up with another email, got in touch with those people (laughs) and and found two really good JV partners out of that. So yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Go in without fear. No expectation. Just do it. Right. Yeah. I think
1: it's letting go of expectations. Mm-hmm. Shifting your perspective and what you think expectations are. I think sometimes we get wrapped up in like it's a or white or black and white or do you know what I mean? Like it's just think with a different lens on. Because if we can open up and evolve the mindset, you know, there's a lot of people yes. really grow that mindset and work on it, and you're gonna get so many different
2: results. It is it is the basis of absolutely everything, not just your real estate business, what's going on in your life, what's going in on with your family, why you don't like that person that you just bumped into. You know, I always say, like, whenever we look at the world, and this was a really big thing, and you will totally get this, and I, you probably already already coach this and teach it, but, you know, we, we think that we all see the same world. Like, I think that you see what I see. That is not so Our the world that we see the world that I see is very different than the world that each of you see and it's different from that as well. And we have our own experience our own lens, like you say our own frame. And I always say to people like it's so relevant once you know, like if you pop into somebody, and you're like, mm, I don't know that person kind of rubs me the wrong way. We have created these rules, right uh, to live by without even knowing it, I mean, I can take anyone. And if I question them the right way, I'm going to find out their rules, but they don't realize that they look at everything, everybody and everything through that lens. Mm -hmm. And when they do, I mean, we start out with expectations, right? If they're, they're active all day long, but Jessica, what a cool, cool thing when you can actually harness that and you go into something without attachment of expectation and just be present and yeah,
1: yeah. really
2: listen, right?
1: Something cool, I like. I took a training a long time ago. So I'm also a trauma-informed yoga instructor. So a lot of my training training mm. is studying the brain. Fun, uh, neat fact, 85% of our memory is wrong, which I found interesting. And 90% of our, of our world scary. is a construct of, our world, so ninety yeah. percent of our our thoughts, emotions, brains, yeah. and it all is just based on our experiences that goes to our insula in the brain, and then it merges with the neurons, and then from there, that's how we think. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that deal, or mm-hmm. or somebody said something because it's stroked a past experience, right? Yeah. So it's very very interesting how the brain works, and that's why I'm saying if we can evolve and read the books talk to the people we're creating so many different versions of experiences we have yeah. more to pull from yeah right
0: yeah you're unlocking your potential yeah kind of when you can like step outside yourself and like the perspectives that are innate to you yeah and just just like be non-judgmental and hear people and it, it just increases your critical thinking it does
2: it's, it, it is amazing and I think like you guys tell me whether you agree or not but I think The majority of people walking around don't understand the the power they have. Like they just don't. And I I always tell agents or people and God to help my kids. Could you imagine being my kid? Like (laughs) they, (laughs) they get all the lessons. And I'm like, whatever happens, it's like, oh, this client was, you know, such a jerk. Maybe, but like, I want you to sit down and I do this like all the time what where am i responsible i want to be responsible and i want you and you to be responsible because then you're responsible if it's just some old guy having a bad day and making then i have no control so there is always something but people i don't know it's it's i guess throughout you know how we live and in society being responsible is a bad thing and man I'm like you want to search you don't leave that after action review until you find something you're responsible for otherwise I mean just pick up your paintbrush and get another career because you need to be responsible yeah you do it's also
1: how emotions are taught right like if you think of a baby being born emotions are taught we're not really born with them because we're taught how to react there's a good uh, study shown about different cultures and how they respond to different emotions yeah that's it was a really good one I liked it Mm
2: yeah and I just I bloody love and I am a major amateur although I coach whatever I learn about it it, it, with NLP just love 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 it like so much oh it's so so important
1: for real estate too right like
2: oh I love it it's
1: amazing it's art it is oh it is and it's like even to grasp it and then to apply it. Like there's two yeah. different steps, right? To understand yeah. it and then to apply it. But that I, I get the it. Hard part. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's you so said fun.
2: a really, really crucial thing Yeah. because it's when you talk about apply it, my mind immediately goes to, and this is something else I always say is like, you know, we are responsible and, and people often think that this is where it ends, right? We're responsible for what comes out of our mouth. We're yeah. responsible for that. But it actually is not so. You're you're you are responsible for how it's received. Like we have a responsibility if you're going to communicate to un- to ensure that that other person has understood it correctly. And that's where my my constant challenge to to agents with text and DM and and email. Hey, get it. It's a new way to communicate. But I still stand by. You you have no influence on a person's decision. Unless you're voice to voice or face to face, you just don't because you're reading, like we talked about at the beginning of this, when I receive a text, it, it, depending on what mood I'm in. And the last time I saw you or talked to you, I'm like, look at this, Jessica talking to me like this. (laughs) Really?
1: It's just words. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Always 85% of emails are read wrong. Something like,
2: yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I love it. Really it. Something I learned, we were just chatting with the last um, guest about AI, how you can prompt your emails to sound nice or sound like a high D or write this in a version of an I, right? So I thought that was kind of fun.
2: I've never, I use ChatGPT. I've never used it for that. I'm not yeah. a fan of it to do the writing because I love to write so much, but I do love it for like brainstorming and things like that. Oh, I yeah. think it's yeah. cool. That's a good mm. point,
1: Can we jump into your team and tell us a little bit about your real estate team?
2: Sure, sure. What do you want to know?
1: Oh, well, I'm leaning in right now. What do you want (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, what
0: made you form a team? So you went to Keller Williams and you didn't expect to form a team? Like, how did that
2: start? No, it's kind of a funny, crazy story. So I went... I went to family reunion I couldn't afford anything but I went to this family reunion which is the international conference and um totally as an imposter and so I thought if I'm going to be an imposter I might as well play the part so you I bought it. one of the I bought one of the jerseys and I wrote on the back the Taylor team I I did not have a team I just was like nobody there knows me so I'm going to be the Taylor team Oh my goodness. So who knew that that would be bringing it into existence? I met an agent at that conference in Dallas who was from our brokerage in the same town. No way. Not, yeah, but had <laughs> never met her. And then when we came back, she was calling me every morning and, and doing this. And my husband's like, if you're doing this every morning, why don't you start a team? And I'm like, well, you know what? That is the most ridiculous idea. It's unfortunate that you don't know more about it. Right? <laughs> like thank you for trying I to
0: trying to help yeah
2: yeah so <laughs> then I called yeah so then I called my coach and I said um you got to hear this you got to hear this ridiculous idea that Mike has come up with and I told her and she said and she said let's build it oh. and I was like Oh, well, when she said it, it made a lot more sense. You know yeah. what my husband said? <laughs> it, it was, it was like, oh. that? <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. He had so a then I, idea. And yeah, <laughs> then I get off the phone, man, she had a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, so I did. And boy, oh boy, like thankfully, and I say this and it may sound crazy, but thankfully I made a ton of mistakes and it has like chipped away and made like a diamond where we have our amazing core people. But uh, first of all, starting a team is is interesting. So that things I didn't do: understanding two things when you build a team. I tell people, and you know, people who are mid-building a team, I've asked them this question, and they've they've had to actually back up because they've never asked themselves that question. And one is what is the seed right? Of the team? What is the reason why you want to build a team? Like what is happening right now? Like what's the seed? And then what's the outcome? What do you hope to achieve, you know, by it? Is it, and a lot of times it's leverage for people, right? Like they want, they want leverage or they want time back or they want to do something else and still have that. But that's a lot of like two really important questions that I have found that people don't necessarily ask Um, teams are, can be hugely successful. I will tell you that they take way more time and care to do it correctly. Um, when I, it's, it's always funny. You will always find me as you can tell in my chapter telling you my, how I screwed it up. I, I, uh, glad I said screwed there. I was going to say something else, but how (laughs) I screwed it up. Maybe that should be the title of my next book. How I screwed it up. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, when I started a team, I had never been on a team ever. I had no idea how a team worked. And I could not understand for the life of me, this person was a capper. Why? Pray tell. Do you, I had zero systems. Let's understand. My database was in my phone and in my head and all over. I mean, I had nothing that you could have. I had to rebuild all of that with my first agent who I had no idea. Why would you? It was very concerning to me. Um, and when I <laughs> so honest, <laughs> right? And when I started the team, when I say started the team, I really didn't start anything. It kind of started right organically, and I I struggled because I it was a blessing that I had never been on a team because I had no expectations. I didn't need to follow anyone's, you know, way that they thought was the right way. I just did kind of what was in here, how I wanted to be treated, what I wanted. Unfortunately, the part I left out was what my role really would be on this team. And from my perspective, I was like, I guess a team is when a bunch of people who want to do the same thing, come together and kind of talk to each other and do their own thing. So I was an amazing host for the first year I was an amazing host. I was making sure everybody was comfortable. And as you know, Jessica, that's the last thing we need to make this see. Make sure everybody was comfortable. If they weren't feeling well, oh my gosh, let me help you. Let me take care of you. I'm your therapist. And no, no, don't worry about the work. Let's. And it showed. It showed not only in the output of the team but it showed within the team members because they would come and thank God for one of my team members again thank God she burst out in tears in front of me that one day and I was like what what the what the what the heck is happening and she was like, Mel, you know I I think I have to leave the team and she was crying and I'm like why what happened who died And she said no I'm just not getting what I need from the team and of course I was like, First of all, when you start a team and your first person wants to leave you, it's like, you know, to the dagger to the heart because it feels like a breakup. And but she gave me the best, best advice. And she said, I'm just not getting it. And I questioned her, which you and I both know people need to ask more questions and quit giving opinions. And I asked her what it was. Could she tell me about that? Like, what did that look like? And she was looking for leadership. She was looking for direction. She was looking for structure. She was looking for guidance. And I was giving her companionship and that it literally was yet another TSN turning point for me. It was, I'd been a leader my whole life in other professions, but it gave me the permission. And without her saying that, I'm not sure how long it would have taken. Like, I may have dissolved before that happened. I'm not sure. But that gave me the permission to be the leader that I knew I was. And just like your kids, when you think, oh, have candy for breakfast. No, they want structure. They want structure. They want accountability. They want not all of them. And those ones fell out, (laughs) right? And I started to be able to identify that, what talent looked like, as opposed to someone who just liked to be part of a group, right? That was something that I did not take into account when I started the team, what I could actually, me, Melissa, bring to the team, what skills I had, what ones did I have to develop, you know, leadership through, through, you know, uh, example. And so, you know, having yourself accountable, dealing with personalities, there was a lot that people don't think about. And I know I've kind of yammered on, but that kind of gives you in a, it's a big nut, but it gave you it in a nutshell there of that learning development through it just a bit.
1: Well, I love how you recap that successes and struggles. Like there's a lot and I love how successes and struggles equals success again, right? Like it Mm -hmm. always is going to equal something on the positive spectrum.
2: Yeah, phenomenal. And you know, I just had, uh, I've had an agent leave who who she was really good, but she's had life changes that have put her in a different path. And, and she just sent me a voice recording on the weekend, and she had to help somebody with something. And she gave me this beautiful voice recording and just said, you know what, I just wanted to reach out. I, I couldn't believe I was able to answer and help another agent, you know, in this, and it was investing. We have a big investment side. and he she goes in reflection, all that I learned on that team, you know, it was like phenomenal. And to get something like that is pretty, pretty darn cool, right? So yeah, yeah, very good.
1: nice. hundred yeah. percent. So yeah. um you would it be aggregate to say your recommendation for a realtor starting a team would be the know your purpose and your why. And kind of how you had, like, you know, you're juggling both things in one hand, you know, deciding, are you a companionship hosting or are you accountability and structure? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. And, and honestly, the hosting part, I don't think that works very good. So I, I would, if you think that that's what you want to do, I would like reach out to your coach or talk to somebody because, because be cautious of that. Right. I would
1: agree. Yeah. Yeah. Would second that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's not the right way to go about it. I hate giving people shoulds and def- and definitions, but it's definitely a difficult path that I think you will find a lot more struggles until you, you find that the leader you are. and And one of the coolest things I love when I coach people is, and they reject this right away, whether you're a single agent or whether you're on a team or whoever you are, you know, even people building brokerages, like, but especially the ones that are single agent, like you are leaders. And I don't think enough of our agents, when I say our agents, I mean in Ontario, like they don't understand that they are leaders. I find a lot of people following in the pack, right? As realtors, there are a few for sure, um, like yourself, Jessica, (laughs) that stand out as leaders, but all of us are leaders. We're leading our clients, we're leading our families. and, And I find that people if they're going to leave anything out and not know, you know, we all have blind spots. It's you got to put leadership books in your reading. You got to put leadership podcasts because even guiding your clients through the transactions, you're a leader and boy, it'll help your parenting too. Right.
1: A hundred percent. It does. And you're right. It falls in all avenues. Like I teach my kids all the time. Mindset, develop your mindset. Like my son has a book on economy beside his bedstand, and he's 12. Aww. And I said, you're going to read this book. Yeah. And he goes, mom, all I want for Christmas is money for my investments. Yeah. I said, Good. Yes, and please. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. he knows, he understands the lingo. And I said, you're going to be, what did he say? He want. he was, I want to work at a shoe factory. I said, no, I'm pretty sure you'll own that or you'll just be an investor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to be working it. You're not a cobbler. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So now you yeah. joke with me, he thinks oh, it's funny, but yeah, you're right. It does flow into all avenues
2: of our life. Yes. You know, it all connects. And sometimes the funniest thing when you're dealing with realtors, it, it, they struggle with the concepts that you bring up. You take yeah. it outside of real estate and ah, all of a sudden it makes sense, you know, and then they can bring it back in. I don't know. Realtors are crazy.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> are crazy. We're crazy and we're lovely and we're fun and we're, we're always the yes one so that's something i've been working on and starting to say no like
2: nope i'm doing that nope (laughs) yeah it's hard right but uh,
1: i'm like but i can envision the whole thing right now
2: (laughs) Yes. yeah that's right
0: so when your first agent left what made you become a leader like was it it seems like you have a really strong personality like did that just like you start to trust that or were you taking a coaching program to get those systems that you needed for your team to be successful? Or was it just.
2: Thank God I'd already hired an admin. So I had an admin. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. Admin was the first one I I'll I'll say hired because I didn't have any money. Remember. So, but I had a $3,000 overdraft. So I thought, okay, I'll hire on a three month probation And if shit hits the fan, I can at least pay her. So that's what I did. And I mean, it all started with a big pile of unfiled papers on my floor in my office. And I said, well, this looks like a good place to start. So, you know, (laughs) send her in. (laughs) I feel like we need to have her on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Thank God she's still with me. Good God. but okay. yeah, so so that's how I had started it. But when the, and then I I just want to say I had a coach. The ver, The first thing I did before I hired her was I, I had a coach. I had a coach before I went to that program. I had no idea. I didn't have money for that either, but I didn't really know what to expect. And I think when I started coaching, this is one of the things I tell people. When, when you start coaching, your results, like, That's not the magic either. Like the magic happens with coaching, but it's not going to come from the coach directly to you in words of what to do. The coach is there to ask you the right questions, to guide you to discover your own answer. And that's the most powerful as coaches. We can easily tell you what to do, but we're not helping you at all in that respect. Right. It's true.
1: I love when our coach asks a question and you know, it's a good one. And you just sit there and you're like, Oh, yeah. thinking about my whole life looking right at now. Adam right now he's looking at me and like oh
2: he hit the nail yeah. I know <laughs> and even to this day even though I coach on two different platforms I have two coaches like people any successful person has somebody else when you're in things you can't see things I don't care who you are you keep you may be able to see a lot but you can't see everything there are yeah. blind spots and you don't know they're blind spots because you only know what you know right? So you need, I highly, highly recommend to have a coach guide you. So yes, I had a coach um, when that, she didn't end up leaving, thank goodness. She did stay. I asked her to, you know, give me, give me 30 days now that you've told me this, I know exactly what needs to happen. Um, So it was, it, let me, let me see. So, so just understanding that was like kind of shocking to me because I didn't know what to expect. So, I love, I'm answering your question, I swear. It's just in a whole bunch yeah. of raggedy <laughs> ways. You okay. know, we we always say, I don't know who we and they are, but we always say, they always say, um, when oh my God, that was so insightful and I just lost it. Um, you were asking me about when she left, she didn't leave, and then we did it. I can't remember what I was gonna say, but man, it was good. So hopefully we can get back to that. <laughs> but when she left. I, I, it was almost like I had permission to do it. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how to lead a team. Like I've led employees before, but these weren't employees in my mind, right? So um, having the coach definitely helped, but she let me discover that on my own too. You know, like she could have told me, ooh, man, you're making a left turn here. And she didn't. And thank God she didn't because it now has me asking myself in every step I go, I'm asking myself questions. A, like, is that really what happened? Especially when you're responding to something, right? Or reacting to something. What actually happened? (laughs) Because right now my emotions are great. What actually happened? Pick up the mirror. What can I do about it? And what's the solution? And how can I contribute to that other person? Mm -hmm. And so I think that asking those questions were, were the best way, right? In order for me to, to change course. I know what I was going to say now. And one of the biggest things that stops our progress, which kills me, it actually killed my progress for a long time. And you guys, I'm sure know this. So if I said to one of you and I said, oh my gosh, I've got this amazing idea. We're going to, you know, bust out this, this business. And I think this is what it's going to take. And people say, that is an interesting concept. I'm going to think about it. And they never come back to it. And we we do this so many times a day with very simple things. Everyone knows the what do you want for supper? Mm, I don't know. I don't care. It drives me nuts. I eliminate that by having it it meal planned now because we avoid making decisions, because we want to make the right decision. And if if people just took this advice, and I do have to attribute this to Tony, Tony Robbins, because you know, I'm a big Tony Robbinser and and this is his his verbiage, but it's so true. Make a decision, commit to something right away. Someone asks you, and this is a great one, Jessica, someone asked you, can you do it? Don't say, I got to check my calendar, make a decision right there. It might be the right or wrong one, but you're moving ahead. And if it's the wrong one, you'll pivot, but you're yeah. moving ahead. And when we don't make a decision, and I think this is one of the biggest messages too, I had in that is that, you know, we feel like we're pausing and this is like the most dangerous button ever, We feel like we're pausing. I see I get chills when I talk about that because you don't there is no pause. Do it like if you're going to take a vacation, that's great because you're going to plan for it. We plan for those. It's like, you know, the saying, take care of your pennies because the dollars will take care of themselves. When we have a big thing, we plan for it. It's those little trickles of time in pennies that that get away. And those trickles are just make a decision. Right. And then pivot. Just keep moving.
1: Yeah, you have to. So if anything, take away anyone who's listening is you just make a decision. Like uh, Melissa said, 100%. Mm-hmm. I remember when we had our store, our assistant goes, you're really good at making decisions. I just kind of looked at her. I Well, why wouldn't I make it?
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't understand what she meant.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's so many people, you know, me yeah. included. That's what, that's what, not always, like I'm a big yes person, <laughs> but um sometimes I would make a dis- I would, I would hold off. Usually if it was something I didn't want to do, <laughs> like it wasn't something in my nice, in my nice bucket, but was yeah. necessary. Yeah. Hence why I got three years behind in my taxes. I mean, let's, let's joke. Now, yeah. obviously I don't. And I have an accountant in QuickBooks and everything. that's up to date. But at the time it was like, oh, that can't be that important. That's so much writing, like in details. Ugh. Yeah. Don't well, use- we're all <laughs> You're like, what do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Wait, uh- Hey, okay, assistant, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. AI, yeah.
2: come on. Oh my gosh. If anyone ever asked, well, no one would ever ask me to be their assistant to anything because I would be terrible. Me too. I would be, I would the
1: first
2: five minutes, like I'd be fired. <laughs> yeah. God bless my ops team. I'm telling you, best yeah. thing. Yeah, management
1: team, Hands down. They make us survive.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: So where could our viewers find you?
2: Oh, where could they find? <laughs> immediately, it's like, hey, I'm down for patio drink anytime. That's <laughs> where you can <laughs> normally find me. It's I had comment. one client, I had one uh, prospect, and I said, you know, we'll go to a patio and have a talk. And then I was, we're at a networking event, and I said, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I got to run because I, I actually am meeting someone on a patio. She's like, sounds like you do a lot of your business on the back. Podcast, patio <laughs> drinks. Patio. Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, I do actually do a lot of business. I get interesting few drinks in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to be a guest on that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, you're
2: fine. <laughs> um, so where can they find me? So, uh, uh, the Team.ca is our website. Um, I do coaching in my brokerage. I do coaching with Endgame, so that's Endgame coaching. Uh, where else can you find me? I don't know. Just find me. Reach out. Melissa Taylor. Yeah. Not you sound like a great it.
1: coach. You do. Yeah. It's like a fun, upbeat, exciting, fun coach. Yeah. Well, I like but, that is, yeah, that you
0: make people stronger. Like a coach is yeah. to not like, you're like guiding somebody to be a better person and not just always be coached and relying on you. Yeah. I never thought yes. of this.
2: Yeah. To, I mean, ask Jess. Empower, like helping people become empowered is like. I don't know, it's like crack. I've never had crack, just for the record, <laughs> it's <laughs> gotta be like crack.
0: <laughs> I love it, it.
2: it really yeah. gives you a high. It is so it is so exciting to see someone discover these things, uh, you know, in them. And so yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. When they bring barriers, you're like, oh my gosh, you did it. Aww. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Huge, huge. Well, oh, thank
1: you. You're such an inspiration, Melissa. Your story is definitely one of a kind. Your teams <laughs> amazing. You're uh, incredible. So I'm so happy that you were able to
2: join us. Thank you so much for asking me. I was honored to be part of this. I love it. And, you know, I just love that it's based on our struggles that created us because, because that's all it is. That's all life is. I I get a kick, you know, when I was a kid and I'm sure you guys too, I would look up at those adults and say, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till I have everything together. And, and unfortunately my kids did the same thing. And, what you realize, unfortunately, is nobody has it together. We're always yeah. evolving and changing and growing. And what a bloody wonderful thing that we can do that, right? that I heard
0: somebody, somebody describe it as like, you always, when you're a kid, you think when you're an adult, you get to the top of the mountain. And then when you're an adult, you realize like, life is more like an ocean and you're trying
2: not to drown. (laughs) Just keep swimming. Yeah. What a great way to end this segment. (laughs) That's so funny, but it really is. And, and I just wish more barriers went down, you know, so that, and that's one of the reasons whenever I have an opportunity to speak and I love speaking and writing, but I, it, it's important to me that I bring out the failures and how big they are and could be, because that's what you want. You know, you want to be able to learn how to survive and thrive in spite of them. And you don't need to do it alone. We have this weird concept that, that, you know, the award comes when I do it alone. Heck no. Like we all do it together right? So that's reach out for help.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. That's amazing. Yeah. Great, great um, advice there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again so much. It was Thank wonderful you. having
2: you. So I, I loved it so much. Thank you guys. Awesome. Read the book. Thanks for listening to
1: The Vault. You can find us on Instagram at The Vault Podcast and on all podcast
0: platforms.
1: See you next episode.